and girls, hello and welcome to not sort of this week's, probably this this two or three months um, Mad Axman podcast. I'm afraid this isn't what you're probably waiting for, a, a full team podcast. This is another one of our rehashes of, I'm sorry I haven't asked from earlier on this year. But the good news is that we are, well, we do have a list pod in the works. We are actively discussing bringing back the full gang and there might even be a, um, a guest appearance from me on someone else's podcast as well coming up fairly soon so so we're working on it but in the meantime sit back and enjoy the paint special all about paint on i'm sorry i haven't to think you're an ass. coming up next on madaxman radio it's i'm sorry i think you're an ass. the antidote to informed discussion shows at the piano this week is scott joplin and your chairman is sir humphrey humphreyson Hello and welcome everybody to this week's edition of I'm Sorry, I Think You're an Arse. You join us this week from the Cosmos Concert Hall in Great Snoring, Fakenham in Norfolk. Located in the east of England, visitors can climb to the top of a nearby church spire where they'll be greeted with a view encompassing seven different counties. On a clear day, it's sometimes even possible to catch sight of Norwich off in the distance, despite the many prominent warning signs advising against this. Well, look, welcome to this week's I'm Sorry, I Think You're an Ass. And after a, a stellar run from Adam, um, I've elbowed him out of the way this week because over the past few weeks, there's just been a building sense of irritation, um, particularly as we are predominantly a painting, um, painting, wargaming figure, painting based war, um, podcast here. And it's just looking at the collections of paints and thinking about buying extra paints, the rest of it has made me realize that it's just got completely out of bloody control the whole world of wargaming paints and it's it's just become a complete nonsense and it needs to be stopped now for those of you who are, are watching on the video which is only the other six of you um despite my um graying hair and and receding hairline um you know, this is not an affectation. I am actually genuinely quite old. Um, because, you know, my wonderful skin tone and all the rest of it may, may make that deceptive. But when I was growing up as a starting off modeling and wargaming and doing all that sort of stuff, painting was easy because there was Humbrol and Airfix, and they were basically the same range, but with a different hat on. And and that was kind of it. And Humbrol had a range of 170 paints in one size they were 14 mil tinlets they were all enamels and the little metal tins were perfect really those 170 paints that's all you really needed um they all fitted together you could stack them up you didn't have to send off to the internet the internet didn't exist you just went to your local art shop now the bloke behind the counter in the art shop had no idea why this stuff sold but there was a steady stream of 12 year old boys coming in buying airfix kits at the shop next door then going into the art shop and buying Humbrol paints. And that kept the stand coming over and they'd slide down. You'd lift one out and they'd slide down the rack with a little clink. And it was just perfection, really. And, you know, that rack that you still see with all of the, the Humbrol paints, I'm sure you'll remember it, every single one, they'd always have run out of matte black. They'd always have run out of that US tank colour. And they always had far too many pots of um, glossy pink. But other than that, and then there's always one paint that was in the wrong rack that you were always looking for, and sometimes you could find. But that was just just perfect, and that carried on for decades. And what great paints they really were! You know, 
once you manage to prise open a tin by by you know breaking a knife that you borrowed from the kitchen drawer um then you had to hit them with a hammer to reseal them but when they were resealed the bastard stayed sealed didn't they <laughs> there was none of this kind of drying out or whatever they just stayed sealed um, they've recovered pots of humbrol paint from ancient roman wrecks in the mediterranean and they've been opened up and voila they can still be used to this day to paint yeah, the, the only color, problem was to paint the upper paint, surfaces if you got Japanese it all over your hands you, you wouldn't be able to shift it for two weeks what you know why was that a problem it just taught you discipline taught you painting discipline so um and the way you used them was you cost you, me a sofa well, you know, many things that handy, but um, that's another part for our other podcast. But, you know, you stuck kind of something in them and you really stirred them up. And basically when you couldn't see the watery, gloopy stuff anymore and it was just one colour, you knew they were pretty much ready to go. And then you'd still dip into the bottom of the bit to get the proper paint. And um, so you knew when they were ready. They lasted forever. They were fantastic. And they kind of most of them never, ever ran out because you were never using that much of it, apart from those three colours that always ran out. And. And even if you did run out, you know, you could use them as slingshot bullets um, in reenactment. So it, it was all fantastic. But nowadays, the world of Tinlet, the perfect paint carrying you know, device is completely gone. And you've got bottles, dropper bottles, coat to arms bottles, someone else's bottles. You've got sprays. You've got airbrush sprays. You've got the GW bloody plastic nonsense pot with the spring back death trap, I will flick paint on your shirt and over your shoulder into the room thing. But who on earth designed that? That is designed basically to fall over so that, you know, people sell things to hold those paints and stop them falling over. And you're going, why are they not even making them in a way which can, can not be um, designed to fall over? And then squeezy little bottles with, with kind of comedy toy nipples on the top of them. What the hell is that all about? How do you tell if they're empty? You know, and what is the point of paint pots that look exactly the same from the top? So when you're looking at them all in a row, they're just a row of light lids, white lids. And what's the point? Why don't they have the bloody colours on the top like the good old Humbrol days? Because that was a very simple system that worked. It worked perfectly. There was nothing wrong with it. And no, so now we've all got this mad collection of different bottles and different paints. Do they fit on the same shelf? No. Can you stack them up? No. Utter nonsense. Back in the day, which I think we should really, you know, all be looking to return to, it was just one pot of Humbrol, and Humbrol was it, and that was it. Now, today, if you go on the internet and type in War Games paint, you've got you've got New Citadel, Old Citadel, Vallejo Game Color, Vallejo Model Color, Vallejo Model Air, Vallejo Mecha Color, Vallejo Panzer Races, Vallejo The Shifters. And I'm doing an inverted commas with my fingers for that. The shifters. What the fuck is the shifters? It's a brand of paint. You've got army paint. Uh, Band in the seventies. Battlefront. Instar. Rack and Reaper. Privateer. Scale seventy five. Scale seventy five. Scale color. Mig. Plastic Colger. Tamiya. Formula three. Formula P three. Just model mates. Model mates. What? What a stupid name. If you've got all of these bloody paints, there's no room you have for your mates to come around. If you bought all this shite, and that's just the paints. And then you get all these brands have got pigments, washes, primers, contrast paints, dry brush paints. People make dry brush paints. Isn't that like paints that you dry out the brush? That's just kind of what dry brushing is. Layer paints, ink tensity. There's ink tensity. 
I think that's another posh bollocks word for a wash. Technical paints. And that's a bollocks word for that'll be another £2.50, please, you mug. Um, there's just, oh, it's just utter nonsense. And there's, but with all these different paints, it's not like anybody's invoked any more bloody colours, is it? Most stars wargamers, we rarely glimpse daylight. Peter, you know, you've only been out of the house once since Christmas and, and we're all jealous because that's really pushing the envelope. And, and so what are these things in daylight? We've not got a clue. Back in the day, the Humbrol range had flesh and that was flesh. Bronze green was the colour that all tanks were painted. There was a colour for wood that you painted all wood for. And then they had basic names like gloss red and matte olive green and light aircraft grey. So if you wanted to paint an aircraft light grey, you walked into your art shop and said, can I have some light aircraft grey, please? And they went, here's your light aircraft grey. Your aircraft will now be light grey. Bosh. That was it. The wildest, craziest thing Humbrol ever did I'm sure one of the, somebody in their marketing department just got sacked for this, was Midnight Blue. That was as racy as it ever got. I like Midnight Blue. What a colour. What a great colour. And we all know it as well. We all know what that was. And we can all go, oh, Humbrol Midnight Blue. Yeah, that was a good one. Even nearly 30 years from now, you know, from, from when this happened, it's all there. But, <clears throat> but now, not only are all these different ranges with the different bottles and the different droppers and the different consistencies, they're just creating more colors than there are in the spectrum and coming up with an arms race of who can create the most stupid and nonsense name for their paints and and i think you know there's i could do another 20 minutes on just that but but i thought this is the time we need to introduce a segment we need to introduce a game and i've got a game that i'm going to um, ask let's have a look around so tamsin you are the expert so you are the, the person who needs to be playing this Peter, you only understand the concept of gold paint, so I think you as well. Brilliant. And then Adam, it's all um, and then Adam um, join in because you, you know, it's a shame to miss you out of this ranty section as well. So I think what we're going to do now is I'm going to take you through a quick game of paint pot or piss right off. And the choice is I'm going to read out a list of paint names, and you've got to tell me whether that is a genuine wargaming paint pot colour or if you think I've made it up and I should just piss right off. We're going to do it in inter, go around, get answers from each of us. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read out, we've got 12 names, and I'm going to go to all of you in turn, Tamsin, Peter, Adam, and I want to hear you either say either that's a paint pot or piss right off. So if we can wade into our first ever, um, first ever, probably only ever attempt <laughs> at um, paint pot, or piss right off. Starting with you, Tamsin. Blue horror. Is that a paint pot or is that piss right off? I think that is a paint pot. Pete? Uh, piss off. Can't have blue as a horror. horror. That's red, Adam? isn't it? Uh, piss right off. Piss off. Right. Okay. Green tail light or tail light green. <laughs> Ooh. Not not wing light, not left right, never right, not front light, tail light green. Does someone make a specific paint for a tail light green? I'm gonna to have to hurry you here. No, uh piss right off. Piss right off. Pete? Piss right off. Tail, tail lights aren't green. Adam? Yeah, jog on, mate. Piss off. <laughs> um, okay, Tamsin, coming to you. Flash gets gold. <laughs> 
teed up for Peter nicely this one. Flash gets gold. Flash gets gold. FGG to its friends. Paint pot. You think that's a paint pot? Pete. If it doesn't exist, I want it to be invented. You want that's it. You're saying pot. it's a paint pot. It should Adam, be one if it, it isn't. It should be. Yeah, I'll go paint pot for that one. Paint pot. Um, going artistic now. Wargaming colour. Savage ground. Not just ground, not earth. Savage ground. Tamsin? Knowing some of the paint manufacturers. That's a paint pot. That's a paint pot. Pete? Savage ground. Savage ground. That's No, that's the 70s heavy metal band. That's, that's piss right piss off, off on that one. Yeah. Adam, savage ground. They're not mutually exclusive, so I'm going to go with paint pot. Paint pot. Um, Emperor's children. Emperor's children. But the book, isn't it? Piss right off. That's a um, Chinese restaurant down in Soho, isn't it? That, that, <laughs> that sounds like fun. Emperor's children. Uh, that sounds like it would be one of the uh, so like Warhammer ones. Yeah, that's a paint pot. Adam? Uh, piss off, mate. Piss off, mate. Um, okay, then Tam's in. Next one. German tank crew, Feldgrau, open brackets, number two, close brackets. Hold on a moment. I think I may have it. <laughs> we got an interruption from the crowd. <laughs> I'm just going through my German field grades. Hold on. Uh, I know what range it is. Paint pot. Paint pot. Pete. Well, I, I think after Dave's interjection, yeah. I think that's a paint pot then. <laughs> Adam. Tamden seems confident, and with Dave going, oh, I'm just going through my German field grades. How many blood? Yeah, I'll go with a uh, paint pot. Paint pot. Yeah. Okay then. Um, next one then, Tamden. Um, this is pulling up a theme. Um, from previous weeks, my rippers. How about cheeky tug purple? Is that a paint pot or piss right off? Piss right off. Piss off. Pete, cheeky Name tug purple. Name sounds too long. That's a piss off. Adam. Yeah, on your bike, mate. On your bike. Um, okay. Next one. German winter tank crew uniform, white. Paint pot. Paint pot. I've got it. Uh, oh yeah. In that case, then I'll go with. Okay. Got it. Um, number nine, we're getting towards the end then. Mole's breath. Mole's breath. The Mold's breath of the mole. Oh. I'll go paint pots. Nah. Mole's breath. Even if it is real, it's going to piss right off. Piss right off. Adam? Uh, piss right off. Piss right off. Tank periscope colour. Tank periscope. Ideal in six mil or ten mil. Paint pot. No, Pete. that's one step too far. Piss off on that. Adam? Yeah, I'll play the uh, nope, nope, nope card. And then ultramarine ashes. Ultramarine ashes. Ultramarine ashes. Piss off. Yeah, Pete. no. Piss off on that. Adam? Yeah, piss off. And then finally, administrative building beige. <laughs> Isn't that what you would call it? That's um administrative. That's a, that's a government beige. paint. Yeah, You're saying it's a paint um, pot, Pete. Uh, I, I'm saying it's something that was painted the local council offices. <laughs> I think it's a Dulux color. He says it's not wargaming. And then Adam, uh, right off. It's off. Okay, so that's a full sweep then. So.
um, is somebody able to record? I'll, I'll have a quick review here and we can record the scores. So um, for the first one, Blue Horror, Tamsin scores one. That is a paint. It's a Games Workshop paint called Blue Horror. The other two get none. So Tamsin's on one so far. Green Tail Light, we had a full suite of Piss Right Off. But unfortunately, it's a Vallejo Panzer Colors special for what? Green Tail Light. So that's a victory for the boy Porter. Um, Flash gets gold. Everybody said that was a paint pot. Unfortunately, Flash gets yellow is the color. Oh, but, um, you've been doing research. That's almost oh, cheating. Well, you do sort of have to have the answers for this one. Um, but I don't think the Metallics range has been released yet. So that's um, another sweep for me. Tamsin's still in the lead with one. Um, Savage Ground. So we had Adam and Tamsin saying this was a paint pot and Pete saying piss right off. And Pete is right because Savage Ground is a paint colour, but it's a Faro and Ball um, colour for posh houses. It's not a wargaming colour. So um, so Pete's on one as well then now. Um, you did not specify that it had to be. I did. I did at the end. I did at the beginning. You had to listen. You got. You, see, you've got you to read the questions carefully. Um, and you didn't know about Faro and Ball, did you, honestly? None of I painted right? my porch that colour. That's why I thought it was. I yeah. prefer fired earth myself. Yes, indeed. Emperor's Children. Um, we had two piss-offs in the paint pot, and Pete was on the paint pot thing. And Pete is right. It's a Games Workshop colour. 210. So 210. Um, German Tank fell ground number two, a full sweep, um, and Dave gets a bonus point for having it in his, in his hand. So everybody so gets a point for that one. Dave's not playing, and he's still on equal points to me. Yes, that's <laughs> the way it works. Um, kind of explains a lot. It does. Cheeky Tug Purple, a full suite of piss right off. Um, quite right. Um, everybody gets a point there. Winter Tank Crew Uniform right. White, sorry. Yeah, I've got to be true. Technically, you probably should paint it in a kind of really, you know, cream ivory. But but yes, it is a Vallejo Panzer Aces colour. Everybody gets a point there. Mole's Breath. Tamsin had a paint pot. The other two had piss right off. It's another Faro and Ball special that are sneaking yeah. there. So, so if you want to paint your house in Mole's <laughs> Breath, you can. Not quite <laughs> sure which room you would paint in Mole's Breath, but but you can't paint um, any small scale figures with it. It's a six. Tank oh, Periscope. Tank Periscope. Tamsin said it was a paint pot. The other two said piss right off. And it's a Vallejo Panzer Racist color for Periscope. Tank Periscope. Periscope. Color. Tank I can see you using color. a lot of that one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it lasts for over 40 years. I think it used um, to be called Periscope Grey. No, maybe that was confused with the submarine range or something. Um, and then Ultramarine Ashes. Everybody got that right with piss right off. It is a fired earth colour, Dave. So I, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't chip in with that one. Um, there is a fired earth colour called Ultramarine Ashes, but it's not. I'm not sure it's not the colour of my walls. So everybody with a point there. And administrative building beige. Two piss-offs from Pete and Adam. Both score a point. Tamsin, you were close. There's administratium grey from Games Workshop, mm. but not administrative building beige. So I don't know. Who was recording the scores there, Dave? Was that uh, you? So, uh, Tamsin has six. Six. Adam has five. Five. And Pete has five, six, seven, eight. Pete has eight. Hey! And Pete wins. Congratulations, hey. Pete. You are the first winner of Paint Pot or Piss Off. Fantastic. What do I get? Do I get a flash get gold made especially for me? 
Yes, we're, I think you probably do have that automatically, really. But um, but no, I think so. Gold <coughs> no. But I think the issue with all these um, all these ridiculously named colours is, no matter how bloody daft the name is, we have no idea what they generally look like because we're painting stuff up that was, you know, the manufacturing process was different, the application was different, where was sunlight, the wear and tear. They made stuff out of soot and they applied it with like cat's urine and and bits of you know bark and twigs and that was like in the second world war so you know nobody knows what these things look like but we all spend forever looking for them if you google the phrase paint comparison dunkelgelb that comes up with fourteen thousand results nobody has a scooby what these paints with stupid names are even supposed to look at it's certainly because they can't spell it napoleonic french blue war games on Google, those four words, 716,000 results. So all around the world, everybody is furiously Googling for stuff that nobody actually knows what the answer is. Nobody at all knows what the answer is. But you know, the real things would have been painted on wood or hide, and we're seeing them in under artificial light, unless we're all fucking daft enough to buy a daylight bulb at 15 quid a pop to allow us to recreate where we are painting them, the lighting conditions of being under a daylight bulb in a dimly lit room. And then we put them on table, taking a while stabbing the duck, not under a daylight light in a different room. So whenever we put them on table to field them, they look completely different anyway. So why can we not just go back to Humbrol, 170 colors, sensible names, that's it, because all these other paint colors are utterly irrelevant. They're utterly unnecessary. And when we all started up, we were all very happy, and there just are not that many colours in the world. The tins are better with Umbrol. The names are better. There's no nonsense. And, you know, and if anybody can find a use for that gloss pink paint, you know, you could probably pick that up cheap because there's always some spare ones. You might be able to haggle with your local art shop. And all the rest of it, just go back to Umbrol and bin all the rest of it. And that is my big theory on why modern wargaming paint is nonsense. Tell me, I'm I got, wrong. first thing I've got to say to you there, Tim, is you were getting quite angry there at one point. I even noticed some, some naughty words. You were sort of like getting a bit hot up. So the first thing I would say to you, mate, is you really need to chill out, okay? You're just talking about hobby stuff on on, on a podcast, okay? This it's is, not this that is life and death. It's, this is it's, economics. It's almost as if, right, you've got other stuff going on in your life that... You can't sort of like deal with, so it's coming out now. I don't know, maybe, maybe it goes back to your childhood. So firstly, I would say, take a breath, chill out. Second thing I would say is, there were some very some very good things in the 70s and 80s. Humble paints were not one of them, okay? <laughs> now, humble paints is more at the mullet and Findus crispy pancake end of the 17s and 80s, rather than Chelsea boots, okay? Because... Yeah, they came in tins that they were impossible to open and impossible to close again. And I will give you, they actually give a beautiful colour because Jeff still sometimes paints his figures and they give a beautiful colour, but they were a pain in the ass to use. I mean, really, they destroyed brushes. They were just they were just a pain. So that's all a bit rubbish. And modern paint colours, it's like, yeah, they got funky names. It's like, but we don't know what the shade is and we don't know what the colour is. Here's a tip, Tim. What, what you do is this. It's like when you're buying paints, what you do is you pick the bottle up and you look at the paint inside the clear plastic bottle and you go, oh, that's what shade it is. Okay. So you, you can see the paint. 
when you buy it now. Now, now's not perfect. I completely agree with Game Games Workshop pots. I mean, what the fuck goes on with them? I've no idea why they thought that was a good idea. But overall, what you're complaining about is things used to be crap, but we didn't get a choice. So we all put up with it. Whereas now there's some good stuff and bad stuff and we've got to like choose what we want. So overall, I think the sort of like being able to choose a good stuff is a good idea. And the only other thing I would say is you used to go to an art shop to buy a humble paint. Oh, lardy da Where did you grow up? Lincoln or somewhere? It's like Some, somewhere without a model shop. That's where it was. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere with not a shop. Whereas now what you do is you go to like a war game store and you buy your paints. So overall, that's better than buying crap paints in an art store. And, and, and Ted, you're missing the whole point. How and what would half of people talk about when you go to the competition if they're not saying about, well, which shade blue did you paint your French Napoleonics in? I mean, it's like an opening chat-up line when they come to look at the army. Ooh, what shade is that? Where's that one from? You know, you're missing the whole sort of like opening segment that makes all these introverts easier to talk talk to because they've got a nice easy opening line. I think, Pete, you've got to, you know, I, I would toss that back on its head. It's like, surely when you're talking to other war gamers, the first thing in your head is, how do I shut this conversation down and get out of it as quickly as possible? And then you're saying the idea that there's a ready way to, to make that conversation go on for much longer is, that's an anathema to all of us if we think about it, surely? But that's why people want all the variety of paints, so they can argue about uh, whether those Polish lancers were in that sort of green or the red or um, this sort of shade of it, and uh, why have you taken the darker red when they were actually in a lighter red? And I, I noticed the epaulets are a slightly different blue than they should be. I've been waiting three months for my deck white. I ordered it in January. Deck white. I actually phoned up in games in Manchester and said, look, I know you're really nice guys. I love you. I bought stuff from you before. But when the hell, and the guy said, yeah, it's uh, on order and it comes in in dribs and drabs, but they're just, none of these paints are getting through. But the other thing I was going to say is all these colours are designed war gamers at shows to stand there absent-mindedly looking at the Vallejo paint drippers when they can't think of what the fuck else to buy and they just stand there looking at these things and you know comparing all the different yellows and all that actually that that is the thing as well so yellows there are a large number of yellows all of which you end up buying every <laughs> single one of them in the hunt for a yellow that actually gives coverage but they're all the same one. None it doesn't of them give do. coverage at all. Whereas that's why Humbrol, I use gold. Humbrol yellow used just cover because it was Humbrol yellow, and that was it. Yeah, there was a problem oil with Humbrol, which is that it's enamel paint, and that it smells, and it also if you spill it on something, you can't get it off, and you have to wait for it to dry before painting something else. So it's I, I prefer to use acrylics. It's much easier in a flat where. Um, so actually, what was your um, what was your broken sofa story? Does does this relate to your preference here at all? Yes, and many years ago, I was painting some six mil Confederate sitting on my sofa, and I spilled a bottle of Umbrol paint, and that was it. Um, the sofa had a horrible red stain on it, and um, luckily it was one of those cheap um, uh, put you up sofas because that's all we could afford at the time. But the Empress wasn't having it, and she made me buy another one. So actually, Humbrol paint costs you a whole new sofa. Yeah, basically. 
Uh, yeah, you would hold a grudge against Humbrol for that. I, I yeah, but it's it's a, you know um, it, it is smelly and and um, eye watering and uh, slow to slow to dry and all the rest. Do you of think it, though so... there's there's part of it that um, you shouldn't really have been painting American Civil War Confederates in red, you know, because my limited knowledge of the period suggests that's not not kind of necessarily well, part of the normals. Well, some of them had red hats and blankets and stuff like that, you know. Just getting some extra colour in it. Yeah, periscopes. Periscopes is quite good. Yeah, actually, if they'd got periscopes, you would have known what to do, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I don't think there's much call for periscopes on uh, six mil confederates. Uh, I going back to the sort of a rant bit. I've uh, names of the paint. I blame Games Workshop. <laughs> That's a generic yeah. catch-all, though, isn't great it? Yeah. For weird names, like, mm. but and then they've been copied by. Army Painter, well, Vallejo Game Color, <coughs> various other other ranges. And but do you do you you know feel some sort of inner sense of shame about buying some of these ridiculous names? Is there just that embarrassment factor about going and go? I'd like a a pot of Achihelian bow. <laughs> that, that doesn't bother me. I don't more buy than those. Eight I shades buy, of I white. Buy Vallejo Model Color, which is sensible names. Right. Tim, I feel it in a sense of shame for painting toy soldiers at all. <laughs> yes, that could, yeah. Well, I suppose so. It's all matters of degree, though, isn't it, really? Everything's a matter of degree and, and how ridiculous it could be. I saw, I saw a name of a paint called Scrofulous Brown, and I thought that was the name of a, char a character in the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> I think there's a whole range of Harry Potter character paints that, um, that <laughs> Vallejo are bringing out. That could be it. Mind you, it's not a not a paint; it's a wash. It, uh, I the secret uh, secret weapon washes range. That's another manufacturer I've missed. Originally, originally, originally created by Les Burley. There's one. Most of them come similar. Ice, absolutely normal names like concrete, dark concrete, weapon wash, or armor wash, or things like that. Les Burley. And there's one in the range called baby poop <laughs> sort of a greenish yellowish brown it's oh. it does what it says on the tin yeah has Absolutely. it got the smell with it as well no <laughs> i've just Lucky. found crystal periscope green there's bristol periscope crystal, crystal periscope green right is, is that in your own collection there dave or have you just I found that know. on the interweb I found it online Oh, okay, then. You know, there's these MIG people I've never even heard. Of. Okay, well, look, let's um, let's wrap this up and say my theory is it's just out of control. The explosion of pots, the names, the different brands, all the rest of it. We just don't need it. We were much better back off in the seventies. Um, you know, three day week and all that kind of thing, notwithstanding and and flares and the basic you rollers. But apart from all of those things, the one good thing to come out of it was simplicity and clarity and lack of bloody nonsense around the world of, um, of War Games paint. So going around the screen then, um, starting with you, Adam, and I think I already know the answer because that's an easy one. Do you well, think no, I'm an arsehole? But it's what people have been talking, I've been considering it a bit more, and it's harder than you think, right? Because on the one hand, you've got um, an industry that's got um, a lot of experience in retailing its products, um, market research, game workshop, multi-million pound company, fighting on stock market. On the other hand, you've got an opinion 
of a bloke who's ranting on a war games podcast because he's got mummy issues. So it's like it's um tough one, but I'm gonna have to on balance come down with you and us. Okay. Tamsin. Are you right about the proliferation of names? But as I your argument that you don't know what colour it is from the name. That's why they produce paint charts, so you can look them up and find what you want. So you're being an arse. Okay. Peter, what about you? Did you yearn for the days of Humbrol? No. It was a pain in the arse. You're an arse. It's just <laughs> move on from it. You know, you don't live in the past, Tim. Move forward, okay? Just because you can't pronounce the names, that's not my issue. Okay. Andy, does, does your sofa get a vote here? In which case, I'm in trouble. Uh, yes, you're in trouble. I think I think saying let's go back to the seventies in that respect is, is 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 a damning indictment of your argument. Also, why would less choice be a good thing? So I'm afraid in this case, I, a lot of what you say I agree with, but you are an arson. In, I'm afraid. Okay, Mr. Saunders, what about you in the bunker? Um, Humbrol was a disaster. It was horrible. It was awful. But I, I tend to agree there's too much choice. So I agree. Okay. Simon, am I going to get a second save? What's it worth to me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, live to, I live somewhere probably. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I agree with you. There is too much choice. When you look at it, sometimes like a red, sometimes you want just three or four reds and you go to some of the ranges and there's like 25 different shades of red. I'm lucky if I can see two colours of red, bright red or flat red, ta-da. Um, I quite like the old Humbrol paint ranges. I only really used them in the, the acrylic range. I did, um, I gave up using oils far too many years ago. I'm glad to never see them again. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. Slightly less choice would be a bit helpful. Sometimes I just want a green. <laughs> okay, then. So four to two, not a bad not a bad clawback after... Um... After, after Adam's sweep over the last few weeks. so, But I think, unfortunately, that does mean the consensus is that my Humbrol-based paint theory, I'm just a mess. Well, as the 88-round of destiny hits the Sherman tank of time, that means time's up for us on this week's episode of I'm Sorry, I Think You're an Ass. We'll be back next week. Uh-huh.